to this day, Jesus loves the little children. How great thou art. Jesus paid it all. Blessed assurance. Remind me of my grandmothers and the faith that they poured into me. They were the first people to give me a Bible, which I still have. Granted, I couldn't find it this morning to bring here, but it's in my house somewhere. How do we pass that wisdom to the next generation? By giving them positive attention. Having conversations with them about making good choices. I work in a school and every day I watch our teachers have conversations with kids about choices. Good choices, bad choices. And whether they're making a good choice or a bad choice, if they've made a bad choice, what are the consequences? Do you not get recess? Are you getting time out? Do you not get a token or whatever method of bribery they're using to have them behave? But there are reasons behind helping them understand those choices. And our teachers don't accept a head nod or any of that. They make them articulate that. Putting words to the reasons behind your choices help children learn and understand why they made those choices and maybe how to correct the choices that they've made. At a young age, we all need to learn about those choices. How many times did you hear your mother say, don't touch that, it's hot. And how many of us in, that in this room did not learn that lesson till we touched it? Or how many of us in this room did not learn the lesson of don't annoy the dog until sometimes we learn those lessons the hard way. But learning to talk these things through with the younger children and older ones help them to find their way and to find words. Words are, the, to me, reading and words are the most important thing you can teach to younger adults on how to articulate their frustrations or their issues. Help them make good choices. And again, this is part of that conversation. This is primarily geared at younger children or even teenagers, although at teenage they typically are not listening to you at all. But as they're making new friends, ask them questions about those friends. Are these friends who are lifting you up or are these friends who are tearing down those who are around you or you? And talk to them about that. Help them to become discerning about making good choices with friends. Because again, unfortunately, these bad behaviors lock in really early with children. And typically by age eight, they're established and have influence over the kids. We're seeing this now in schools and it's COVID has done so much damage that it's not even funny. Kids who did not have socialization for up to two years, we're getting second graders who have never been inside a classroom. And it has been a challenge. It really is, it amazes me. We have first graders who are taking on adults because they've never truly been socialized. But we need to be the ones who are helping them to discern and build better lives. But do remember, there are times as adults we need to step in and terminate relationships. As I'm sure the first responders all know that a lot of these horrendous acts that have happened, Columbine, Parkland, all of those things did not happen without warning signs. But because people were afraid to step up and say something, they were allowed to happen. We as adults have to help 
those children going forward to go, this is bad. This is a situation that's not good. We also have to be willing to step up and have the hard conversations with the adult in that child's life that their children have issues. Again, working in education, part of my job is to be in that room when those conversations are being had. And some of the parents will accept it and are grateful, and some of the parents are living in denial. And I truly feel sorry for those because it's their children, and some of their children have challenges that are going to, without getting attention early on, are going to get worse. This is what the Dream Center and Eight Waves is trying to do, is to be intervention into their lives at an early enough point where you can correct the direction that they're going. We all do know that unfortunately once they get to the teenage years a lot of what we may plant when they're young will disappear for a period of time but if we continue to plant it while they're young that seed is still within them and will continue to grow and hopefully burst forth once they get past that age of rebellion at least it did for me and I'm pretty sure it probably did for most of the men in this room remember one of the next things is to model it remember as the jingle goes safe for the little ears in the back seat children are listening to you all the time and they will parrot back to you what they hear. Remember the scriptures, slow to speak, slow to anger, wise as a serpent with your words. Because it's going to come back around and I can probably hazard a guess that it will come back around at times when you least expect it. They will come back with words that you have spoken. In my case, things that I learned from my parents are outbursts of anger. And it took me until my 20s when a friend took me to the side and said, hey, this is not good. And I learned to curb my anger. Help kids learn to read. That is probably the most important window for them. Once they've learned to read, then that opens the rest of the world of knowledge to them. Help them if they're young with a picture Bible to help plant those seeds in their lives. Be humble as you're working with the younger generations. Admit when you're unsure or unable to answer their questions without getting assistance. That is huge for a child to say that, hey, I don't know the answer, but I'm willing to invest and help you work through to find these answers. Some of the best teaching you will find is when you're working with them, other than going, hey Siri, to find those answers. Because we know that it takes time and patience to help them learn those skills, but once those skills are there and start to lock in, the difference it makes in their life is amazing. Remember that in those learning moments, you have time to sprinkle in God's wisdom, Bible scripture. How many of you know that have you heard the saying, red sky at night, sailors delight, red sky and warning, sailors take warning? Do you realize that scripture? I didn't until this past week. It jumped out at me. It is Mark 16, 1 through 4. I always thought it was some wives' tale passed through the ages. But it is Jesus talking to the Pharisees about you can recognize the change in the skies, but you cannot recognize the change that is happening on this earth. Again, through these times, we're planting that wisdom. I had a boss who I worked for who kept planting seeds in my life for 10 years before they finally took fruit and I came back into the church. And as Dave was talking about 
for us to invest. It is about our time, our talent, and our treasures. The easiest thing we will ever give is treasure. But the most worthwhile things we can give are our time and our talents to the next generation.